Welcome to Radio Rehab. This is our first week of shows for 2017, and we are joined in studio by Rosemary O'Connor, author of the book, A Sober Mom's Guide to Recovery. If you're just tuning into Radio Rehab for the first time, we do a daily show Monday through Friday where I have a guest host on. Today, our topics are kids, no means no, the super mom, and catnaps, how you can actually take one when you're a parent. Check it out. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome to our Thursday show. I'm here in studio with producer Shar and our guest co-host for the week, Rosemary O'Connor, who wrote A Sober Mom's Guide to Recovery, Taking Care of Yourself to Take Care of Your Kids. Today's topic is, um, I said yesterday today's topic is the perfect mom and how there's no such thing. Um, I really like there's a part in your book called super mom and my favorite it's I love this quote it says I'd like to be the ideal mother but I'm too busy raising my kids <laughs> yeah. and I know all of my friends who are sober moms will agree with that it's like you you can exhaust yourself there's there's no way to be the super mom no there's no such thing and I remember when that was, you know, there's no such thing. And I was so relieved when someone told me that. It was like, <laughs> note to self. Um, but yeah, I, I really think the, the it's a big reason for uh, relapse that the moms, um, we just overdo and overdo. And we're just exhausted. And um, I for me, what happened one time, I was about five years sober. And again, I was, you know, working full time and raising these kids full time and taking them to the soccer and, you know, all the things. All three of my kids were had a lot of activities going on. And uh, long story short, I had promised the boys I'd take them to the Giants game. And I actually needed to go and get a prescription filled because my kidney was about to shut down. Oh, wow. And of course, I just thought, oh, no, I'll do that tomorrow. And we're in, we're late. So we go to the Giants game. It's freezing. Uh, I get back at 11 p.m. And then in the middle of the night, I woke up shaking to death. I had no idea what was going on. And, you know, the, um, the ambulance came. My three kids had to see me whisked away. And I was, you know, in the emergency room going, you know, how long is this going to take? And the doctor said, hey, lady, I'm going to admit you upstairs if you just don't sit back and relax. Your kidneys are about to shut down. And I remember just thinking at that point, it kind of hit me, like all this overdoing. Uh, it was that time that I said, you know what, you got to stop this. And of course, I didn't stop it right away. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, it's like trying to change a habit is so difficult. But I finally realized that I was killing myself. And a lot of it was based on guilt, trying to compensate for the things that especially the divorce, I had so much guilt around for my children that, that, um, you know, we weren't the perfect little family anymore. So I was trying to do everything to make us look perfect again. And again, there's nothing, you know, perfect in this world. And so, um, yeah, it's a big reason for relapse. I definitely see that. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's a challenge. Yeah. Um, the other, the thing I see people do is like, they try to do they're constantly like in service you know i'm using finger quotes when i say this yeah to kids to their kids when it's like 
don't you kind of have to be in service to yourself? Right. Or Because I heard somebody say once, anything you put before your sobriety, you're going to lose, mm-hmm. and then you're going to lose your sobriety. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I would, when they would say that, people with kids you know, were included, and mm-hmm. I, w- I would see that. I've definitely seen people lose their kids mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they put something before their sobriety. Right. It's really sad, though, to think of somebody putting their kids before their sobriety mm-hmm. and that causing them to lose their kids and their sobriety. Right, and I used to say that's how powerful drugs and alcohol are to an addict or an alcoholic. I mean, again, there's no mother that sets out and said, this is the kind of, when they wake up in the morning, this is the kind of mother I want to be. One that drinks and uses so much that I lose my children. I mean, that's not who we are, but that's how powerful, that's what scared me to death when I realized wow, this thing's really got me. Like, I cannot control it. You know, I was kind of one of those, hey, look out, I can do whatever I want. I'm mm-hmm. I'm tough. I'm, you know, I'm smart. I'm accomplished. No, I mean, uh, there, nothing is, uh, you know, the, the, that, the, the disease of alcoholism and addiction is so powerful. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. I know. I've had people say you've got to choose. Or you're choosing that over me, or it's that or me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't understand. I don't have a choice. There is no choice. I can't. You know, and it's like, what I'll end up doing is then I'll start really lying to you so that you think I'm not doing it. Because there's no way I can give it up. Right. And that's what, I I have this, maybe it's very controversial, but especially for moms, we don't have a choice. We didn't choose to have addiction or alcoholism. But once we know there's a solution, it is our job to treat it every day because it's not curable, but yeah. it's treatable. So we have a responsibility to those children to, and that's why I work a very strict program, knock on wood. I'm not saying it's because I'm perfect or anything. I've made tons of mistakes. But what I do do every day is show up for my recovery and do a couple things that um, enhance my recovery and keeps it at the forefront that if I stop doing all these things that you need to do to stay sober, it doesn't matter how long I've been sober, um, I'll just go right back to drinking because that's what a disease does. It wants us to be so lonely or so miserable or so full of shame that our only solution would be to drink or use. And, yeah. Yeah. And we don't have to live like that. So, and I like what you said about your program having to be really solid because like, that's the only thing that's going to keep us sober. I had a friend say uh, something about his wife uh, got jealous of meetings almost and was saying, God, I don't know which I prefer you always being drunk or Mm -hmm. you always being in a meeting. And I'm like, wow, (laughs) God, that's, that's tough one because I mean, yeah. I would get, I, I mean, he, that just shows what a solid program my friend works because I would yeah. flip out on somebody if they said that. And yeah. Probably say something awful. Like, right. But yeah, I mean, it's like it's life or death. You kind of mm-hmm. have to go. Mm-hmm. Well, not kind of, you do. You have to care about the yeah. meetings. You right. have to care about your sobriety. Right, right, right. It's like, yeah. and, and like, I can understand kids getting, you know, like, why do you always have to be gone? But I also see a lot of my mom friends put it kind of projecting that onto their kid. Like, well, I already went to a meeting two days ago. I don't want her to get upset. Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't know that she's going to get upset. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, I know a girl who's got like a four-year-old. She brings to meetings and the kid completely 
watches, she plays with video games on the tablet and mm-hmm. has herself content the whole time. Right. She's fine. Right. You know, right. and the prayer at the end of the meeting, she gets up and says the prayer with yeah. us. It's adorable. I mean, it's hilarious. It's yeah. adorable. But I love that. It's yeah. like, yeah. they can be trained. They're kids. Right, right, right. And uh, yeah, I had to take my kids to meetings that had childcare. Yeah. There was one meeting on Sundays. They called it the donut meeting. And again, I, I had to go and I had to get help. And oh, it just irks me. Matter of fact, there's this one meeting. I, I mean, I get sick to my stomach. It's a big women's meeting in the town I live in. And they had someone I know that has like, oh God, the baby is like six months old. Ask her to leave because no children were welcome. I, I just thought, oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a there's a um talk I give. I I travel and do um you know, all sorts of different things. But one of the topics I, I speak on is it's called mothers, the neglected population and treatment. Because even if you see, I mean, first of all, look at how many treatment centers there are for mothers. Very few. Um, the, at the treatment centers, you don't find any groups just for moms. Even all the, the, the 12-step programs, there's a pamphlet for you know, people that are in jail, people young that and are youth and young, right, for the yeah. elder. There is not one for moms. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm working with um, central office to get one. I was going to say, yeah, you'd yeah. be a perfect person to do that. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. I mean, you look everywhere and there's it's just it makes me uh, just sick to my stomach. I, I told that woman, you bring that baby. Who cares? You know, yeah, you bring that baby with you, and you know, just tell that woman. To <laughs> yeah, I mean, if that's yeah. the only way she's going to get to a meeting. Yeah, right, right, and you know what? Would I mean, you rather have her drunk and dead, and then right. what? Nobody's with the baby. Yeah. You know, it's it's just uh, it just irks me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I understand that. I can understand if it was like you know, if there was supposed to be no kids, and there was like five ten year olds running around oh, screaming. Yeah. I could yeah. understand that. Yeah, like no, this baby was completely quiet. Complete. Yeah, yeah, and again, I've seen kids. People bring their kids, and then there's another mom that knows that mom needs a meeting, and they'll say, "You know, some people did that for me. Here, I'll I'll take your your kid outside for a little bit." And yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, again, the I say, I have another topic I speak on, and it's called um, "Save the Moms, Save the World," because you know we're the ones that birth these children. Yeah. And and so if you heal, excuse me, it's called heal the moms, heal the world. So if you had all these moms in the world healed from whatever they're dealing with, again, the healing is passed on to the family or the addictions are passed on. So, um, you know, we've got to give moms more support. It's again why I wrote that book. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like how it says taking care of yourself to take care of your kids. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you can't you can't take care of your kids if you can't take care of yourself, right. obviously. Right. Yeah. Um, there was another topic in here um, in your book, exhaustion. And I really like I really like the quote in this. It's supposed to be uh, said by a flight attendant where she's basically saying, um, you know, you have to pick which one, which kid is your favorite and then move on down the line <laughs> yeah. when you're putting the, you know, the oxygen Ox- mask on. Yeah. But yeah, it's like. I can imagine it's completely exhausting because I know I like I don't know if it's like just a woman thing or maybe me, but I can't just go. Uh, producer Shar, however, can totally do this. She can just sit down and go, I'm going to take a nap for 10 minutes and take a nap. 
I've mm-hmm. never seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. I need silence. I need to be in a cocoon. Mm. Like nobody can talk to me and I need a good three hours, you know, yeah. which is, you know, cause I have to read before I fall asleep. Yeah. It's like, and I can't imagine like when you have kids, you have no say in when you sleep. Yeah. Well, that's interesting too. But when I was newly sober, I would you know, tell my therapist, oh my God, I work all day. And then at the end of the day, I got to go pick my kids up and, you know, do homework and feeding them and bathing them and get them to sleep. And he, he said, well, before you get, uh, pick the kids up, can you just like close your eyes for 20 minutes? And I mean, I literally remember feeling like he was asking me to fly to the moon. <laughs> well, I became the queen and I still do it a few times a week of 20 minute nap. I set my timer. And even if you know, I'm from appointment to appointment, I just pull over in the car. Actually, I did it on the way here. I actually meditated on the way here. I I pulled over in the car. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I do that. And I just I don't know if I sleep or anything, but I just close my eyes. And that's why I set the timer. I'm afraid like I'll, I'll fall asleep, but uh, or not wake up and miss an appointment. But oh, I have learned to do that. I have I have learned so many just what seem like simple self care tips, like you know making sure I eat, making sure what I'm eating is healthy. Um, I keep bags of nuts, as you know, yeah, in my purse just for blood sugar. Um, the the addict and the alcoholic woman's brain and body chemistry really needs solid food, a lot of water. Um, our sleep patterns, most people's sleep patterns are way off. All those things severely affect um, our recovery. And I know when I do those things, I, I can show up and do a lot more in my life. Um, yeah. And exercise, you know, we it's just about learning to take care of ourselves. They're simple things, but we've got to put them on our calendar as if it's, you know, our children's doctor's appointment. Right. We'll put that on the calendar. Um, so it's about learning too, and that's the way we love ourselves. Um, I remember when my kids were fighting, like the boys, they were 10 or 8 or whatever, you know, they'd be fighting. A lot of people give their kids timeouts. I was like, oh, no, here's a broom for you and the vacuum for you. Use all that energy, and I'm going to take the timeout. Did it work? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, that is great. Yeah, yeah. Or, and the other one I love, it's in my book, but I would call, you know, my mentor and I would complain and complain, you know, I tell my kids no, and they keep asking, and they kept asking. And then I give in and I say yes, because I'm just so tired of them asking. She says, okay, here's what I want you to do. Get a, you know, big sticky note and write no means no, and paste it on the refrigerator. And I said to her, I said, that'll be perfect for them. And she said, oh, no, that's for you. And, you know, eventually my kids got to see that I was serious, like no meant no. Or And then they'll ask the second time and I'd say, here's a broom. If you ask one more time and, and they'll ask another time, I'm like, OK, here's the vacuum. And so they learned that I meant business eventually. Right. And uh, no. And, you know, my kids went off to college. Hey, they knew how to cook, clean, um, <laughs> do laundry. Yeah. And, you know, I, there were times I felt guilty. Because I would sit in like the bleachers at my kids' games. And these are kids in high school. And these moms would say, oh, I got to go home and clean my kids' room. Or I got to go do their laundry. I'm like sitting there thinking, oh, crap, I don't do that. But they went off to college and they know how to. It's our job as moms to take to teach them how to be adults eventually. Yeah, to teach them how to be self-sufficient. They had to learn those things. And thank God. Which is great. And I'm sure I think as a woman in recovery, 
that's something you really think of because you're learning to be self-sufficient all, all over right. again. All over again. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, I feel like, you know, we talk, they talk a lot about in, in um, some of the books and literature about arrested development. And I know I suffer from that because I started using it at such a young age. Mm -hmm. You know, I started using it at an age where... Um, I lived with my parents, you know, I didn't even drive a car yet. So right. it's like, I, I just, I, my concept of responsibility, I'm still learning. Right. Let's just yeah. say that I'm yeah. still learning how right. to be a grown up and it's right. hard. Yeah. We, we, we grow up in recovery. Yeah. yeah. Again, we, it uh, is hard. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's yeah. And like due yeah. to wreckage, I was like just telling somebody, I'm like, I like just, it's embarrassing. Like I, it was like not that long ago that I started opening my mail. Yeah. Because yep. I was so scared. I'm like, oh right. my God, I don't want to know what bill this is. Right. Or I don't, you know, all these these bills and, and things mm -hmm. that I've uh, collected when I was out there. Right. Right. You know, or all in of, recovery. All of my wreckage. Yeah. I've had to do a lot of uh, work around my money. You know, again, when I put the when I put the alcohol down, boop, pick up those credit cards and let me do anything so I don't feel. Oh, I'll right. shop to get out of these feelings. And right. I got into a lot of debt. I've had to do a lot of work in my recovery that, um, you know, I can't go to the alcohol or the men or the shopping or, you know, the food to make me feel better. And, um, you know, I've I've gotten a lot better at all that. Yeah. It takes years. It, it's a process to learn to show up and pay our bills on time. And It is. Yeah. like It's like raising kids and then teaching yourself how to be an adult at the same right. time. Right, right. This is great. Uh, this, we are here in studio with Rosemary O'Connor, our guest host for the week, uh, author of A Sober Mom's Guide to Recovery. If you would like to email us with questions, comments, or observations, uh, people that you think should be on the show, if you would like to be on the show, the email is radiorehab at gotoproductions.com. That's G-O-T-O productions.com. You can call or text 415-496-9511. Even when we're not in studio, we will get them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at Radio Rehab Dana. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow, our Friday episode, our last show with Rosemary O'Connor. And the topic is the end of my run. So keep coming back. Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll